0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. Here we are recording episode 119. And what are we going to talk about? The same old thing that everyone's talking about, but not for too long. We understand that people probably get tired of talking about coronavirus, but we just briefly talk a little bit about our states going on lockdown. Myself in California, Rick's uh, Rick's being in Illinois, and what's happening with that. And... We
1: also talk about in this time, it's more interesting for me being in ministry, the kindness of strangers and the increased amount of empathy that we're having in society right now. And the there are certain people who don't really appreciate the severity of the situation, and we talk a little bit about a particular hijinks that happened in the office building that we're working in, it's it's disturbing, but also uh, I think we both find it a little amazing. It's just
0: like when you when you hear this story from Rick's, I think you would have the same reaction as he did. Just like what 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 are you thinking? What is this guy thinking? Are you aware of what's going on? Clearly, clearly, you're. I don't know what's worse: to be under a rock and not know what's going on, or to know what's going on but choose to not be cautious. I mean, you know dude, it's it, it's almost like reality TV one might say speaking of which <laughs> oh a great transition speaking of which we talk about a particular reality TV show that was extremely popular 10 years ago since then it has been revived and we both know know somebody who made an appearance on that show why they were making the appearance you'll just have to listen and find out and then finally, we have a twist ending, which we've got a I, little I, bit of a twist. I
1: really hope that Victor and I are able to keep that, it... Don't Some don't, edits. don't
0: give him the spoiler alert.
1: I'm. Uh, it, it's the... it's not a spoiler alert, but you need you need to hear this because it's so I think perfect there a bit to the of a situation. Twist. Something happens while we're recording that confirms, uh, let's say a a certain. There's, so I element. so
0: we start we start off in the episode. I I start off. Giving a few pieces of information that you may – provide these pieces of information may draw a certain conclusion. That particular conclusion is further confirmed by a certain event that happens near the end of the episode. Literally while we're recording. It's like real time. (laughs) While we're recording, but this is still speculation. Nothing is confirmed, but – there is a good chance that it is what it is. It, it needless to thinking, say, what the the reason why we bring it, that up is because
1: you gotta stick around to the end because the end I think is just the, the cherry
0: on the top of this shit sundae yeah, that we have created. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, and I and you know me, I'm always happy to provide other people with laughter at my expense. (laughs) I'm perfectly fine with that. So with that being said, episode 119 of Stream of Thought, we hope you enjoy. (laughs) So okay, so it's really weird because I read in the LA Times that the L- that LA County is saying one thing and the city of LA is saying another. They're, I mean, they're pretty much similar, but I mean, just so you know what it's like, it's like Chicago is Cook County, right? The city of Chicago. But then it would be like yep. if the county was Cook County, DuPay, the surround a bunch of surrounding counties. So like LA County is way bigger than the city. Anyway, Absolutely. so they sent out, there was an article written just with the similarities and and differences, But it was weird because this happened Thursday night. This happened Thursday night, and they said people have to stay in their homes with cert- with certain exceptions. And then the article listed the exceptions, and it's your basic going to the grocery store, going to the pharmacy, going to take care of somebody who's ill. And then it said, oh, if you want to go out for a walk or exercise... Which I thought was odd because I was under the impression, oh, you have to stay at home. But then the article, I think the article was saying, or maybe it was a different article I was reading, was saying, oh, people keep using the word lockdown. People keep using the word lockdown. It's not a lockdown. Like, still go about your life, just be extremely cautious, you know? And so they're saying, like, you can still go to the park and exercise, just be away from people, which is nice because being inside really does, like, suck a lot. (laughs) Well, dude, and that's kind of
1: what I'm thinking, too. I was using this as a last gasp. I'm in the office, the studio right now, and trying to get all my crap together Mm -hmm. and organize it so that I can do it remotely. But when I saw that, because Illinois also is going to be working the same, too, where you can go out for runs and be be out, but just not in places where people visit. So, like, businesses, restaurants, bars, which, by the way, was the funniest thing during St. Paddy's, Two days before St. Patty's, the governor shut down all the bars and restaurants because they knew how Chicagoans yeah. would just totally ignore right. the warning. It's St. Patty's Day. We have one of the biggest Irish communities, Irish American communities, in the in the entire country. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, closed bars. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing that on St. Patty's yeah, for Day. Sure. But apparently, I, I guess I heard that the uh, river was
0: still dyed green. Oh, really? So that was cool. Yeah. That's strange because that usually Isn't draws that? a huge crowd. Of people.
1: It does, yeah. And so I didn't actually read the details of it. I just saw an
0: article pop up.
1: It's a St. Paddy's Day miracle. Yeah. The river was dyed green.
0: But then I also, last night, for some reason, the last few days, I've just felt really tired. So I'll like, take a nap for a couple hours in the middle of the afternoon. And then the last night I went to bed pretty early, like at 10 o'clock or 10.30 or something like that and pretty early is uh, well 10, 10, because well because wow. it Good takes for you me, it'll take me sometimes 2 or 3 hours just to fall asleep. I, I do Bro, not I sleep you. well at all. And so I took a little half a half pill of Benadryl cuz it helps you sleep. And then yeah. when I wake up in the morning, I feel awesome, right? Anyway, I woke up today, I'm just like I'm still tired. I'm like, why am I so tired? I'm not even doing anything. And then I kind of started feeling I I don't feel sick, but I was like, wait a minute, do I feel a sore throat coming on? And then I was like, fuck, being tired and sore throat are two of the symptoms for this virus. But this was like the middle of the night when I felt the sore throat. And I felt, I thought that maybe when I woke up today, I'd feel a lot worse, but I didn't. I'm just like still tired. I don't have a sore throat, but I just feel weird. And then, um, and then... I thought it was odd, too, because I've been drinking water on a regular basis, but also I feel better now, but I was really happy you were like, oh, let's push the recording back an hour, because I had, like, mild headache. The same type of headache, you know, because depending on what type of headache you have, it's painful in different parts of your head. But I had, like, the same type of headache that I would if I was dehydrated. But I'm not, I don't think, like, I've been drinking water regularly, so I'm just like, fuck. Headache. Maybe I have a sore throat. I can maybe feel like it might be coming on, but maybe it's just in my head and tired. Okay, fuck. <laughs> so. <laughs> what do they call that? Psychos- psychosomatic or
1: psychosympathetic? I don't know. Or some, I forget what the, the term is. There's a term, but yeah. I don't know, but the one thing that. You, you, you start thinking that you're sick and then suddenly you're like, oh my God, is this normal? I'm just feeling so weird. But the
0: one thing I fucking can't stand is when you when you wake up with a headache. At the worst. It's just why? Why can't I just wake up, start to have a normal day, get a headache in the middle of the day, and take a nap? I just wanna go back <laughs> to bed. But I've already been sleeping. Yeah. But I don't know. And you don't think it, you don't think it was the Benadryl? No, because I've taken <laughs> it before. Thr- I only take a your half I only I bite off half of it. That's all that I take. Yeah. But I'm feeling better now, now that I'm like out and about.
1: Well that's good because they do say that what is it, something like twenty percent will get it and have no or very, very mild symptoms. So it's still, I mean, we don't really have any of the information out yet as to to what it is, but it is, yeah, it is interesting because I do worry, I know my family's freaking out about all this just because they're in in the higher risk categories, but uh, lockdown is going to be, because, yeah, I I am going to refer to it as lockdown just because apparently my mom was telling me this morning... That she was reading some articles that cops will be enforcing yeah, it, the lockdown and pulling people over and just asking, and uh, I'm thinking to myself, "Glenn Ellen, ma'am, oh, sure. bored cops with nothing else for to do, sure. they will be stopping every single car. Yeah. So it is. It's more of a lockdown. It feels like in the yeah. suburbs, just because you have." You already have board cops, and now there's board cops with no traffic out. Yeah. So what are they going to do other yeah. than stop every car that they come? What across? is the? Um,
0: <laughs> oh, what's the penalty in in Illinois, in DuPage County? Here it's a thousand dollar fine.
1: I don't think that they've specified it, it'll be a misdemeanor fine. Yeah. So, uh, criminal misdemeanor. Glen
0: Ellen cops. <laughs>
1: Glen Ellen cops. Hey man, they gotta fill, fill their quotas somehow now that
0: they can't pull people over. There's for no speeding. high school. There's no <laughs> high school kids are going to be out and about this weekend, you know, <laughs> causing trouble yeah. at Glenbard West, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see how this is all going to play out because we're in such uncharted territory. And it is so weird that we are in this historical moment because I know that in 10 years from now, 20 years from now or whatever, we are going to be looking back, "Oh, you remember the coronavirus? Kind of like 9/11. Yeah. It feels yeah, like yeah. almost." Where it's a, a world altering event. Yes. And I don't know, because I'm doing uh, the other podcast, Mm -hmm. From Police to Priest, which you guys should check out. Right, (laughs) I'm going to plug that. And we were talking a little bit about just trying to find some ray of hope in this. And I don't know what your experience has been and how much you've actually gone out to have to get groceries or supplies or things like that. I've noticed people have been so much kinder and respectful than... I think I Dude, let me tell you, you something right now. I mean,
0: there are so many fucking assholes in West Hollywood that feel it's it the the level of entitlement is similar to that mm. in Glen Ellen, but there's more of them, right? And, yeah. and when we were super busy last uh, when this all started like that Wednesday, that when like I remember specifically Wednesday was the day that it became a shit show. That Wednesday and Thursday, even though we were super busy, I didn't mind it. It didn't bother me. I'm running around. I'm I'm at the register, which I fucking hate, and it nothing work didn't. Bo- nothing about work bothered me that day, and it was because no one yep. was asking me stupid questions or being assholes. Everyone was just get in, get out, and it was it was just it was yep. great. And then by the time Friday rolled around, I was tired. It was just the same thing, and that's kind of what started putting me on edge. But yeah, people were nicer and just not asking you stupid questions and...
1: Less, an, less annoying. Yeah, it. less annoying. annoying,
0: exactly. I don't think I ran into anybody that was annoying that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.
1: Just, try, just trying to find a ray of hope in it. It's, it's kind of nice to see that there is some sense of, especially now that we live in basically a perpetually online world, now we're reminded that we're living in an actual mm-hmm. world, that we share physical space with other people. And we're reminded of that common shared humanity that kind of bridges, and it's very interesting. I don't know if this is actually something that I found interesting and kind of infuriating as well. Is that I don't know if you, I don't know if you, you probably haven't been following the news. I'm assuming I do
0: too what much n- because what are you talking you about? You do. What news?
1: I'm talking about the recent story about a couple of senators who ended up selling yeah. stock yeah. right after they learned well simultaneously
0: reassuring the public right now everything is on sale everything's plummeting the S&P Dow Jones all those all these indexes and stocks are have gone fucking down the drain thank god i'm not in the stock market man <laughs> like- but yeah so what was it i briefly read they i i read an article just briefly about the talking about insider trading and these people one of them i think bought a shit ton of stock in pfizer or something like that so just reiterate again because i looked at it a little bit but i didn't pay too much attention to it yeah
1: so i'm not entirely because the details are still emerging and it actually was interesting because it started off as a npr investigative report about a week ago when npr was sent a tape of a senator who was the chair of the senate intelligence committee speaking to a group of wealthy donors and well-connected political mm-hmm. influencers, telling them that this was going to be devastating to the economy. Only days before, he had made a public statement that he put on Fox News that said, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. You're, you're all good. No need to freak out. Don't do anything with your money. Just hang out. A couple days before that, he had received an intelligence-breathing committee meeting where it had been revealed that shit was gonna go south. It was gonna be bad. And so he oh, comes out okay. a couple days later, makes a statement, everything's gonna be fine. A couple days later makes a statement to donors, wealthy donors, saying And this is like a statement get your money this- out.
0: But this statement that he made to wealthy donors—this was a private statement that happened to be recorded and then it got leaked. Because somebody
1: was so concerned about it that they're like, they just pulled out their phone and started recording him. Yeah. And so they sent it to NBR. And in between all this happening, between him getting the intelligence briefing and saying everything's fine to the public, he Mm -hmm. sold something like one point seven million dollars of stock and put it in a couple of areas where the virus is going to increase their stock. And so there was another senator as well who was also on the Senate Intelligence Committee who received the same thing, did the exact same thing, said everything's fine, and then sold stock, and then now it's coming out because financial disclosure statements are being released by law. And the reason why I bring this up in that kind of tales from the common shared humanity Even Fox News, Tucker Carlson, this super conservative personality who just rails against liberals and progressives all the time, called on this senator, the chair of the Intelligence Committee, who's a Republican, to resign. I have never, I would never have... And so you're seeing this bridge of the haves and the have-nots, and it feels like... you're, You're talking about it, too, that in the area that you're living, it feels like people there are so entitled... They believe Mm -hmm. that they're so entitled, and they are. I mean, they are given preferential treatment. How many, you look at all the basketball teams who've gotten coronavirus tests, well, not even displaying symptoms or having come in contact with with people who have had the virus, and yet all the NBA players are getting the test, whereas you have everyone in major cities and across the country, there's no tests available. So it's a very interesting dynamic that we're going on right now where it's not so much about Democrat and Republican, where it has been for the past eight, twelve years. Right now, it's now it's people who have inside information or resources and are misusing them or abusing public trust or whatever the case is.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that when I'm reading about it because I've been following a bunch of because I'm I go through Instagram and every so often. I see posts that are financial or entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, whatever the fuck the word is, and um, just stuff along those lines. And they say, like, it's, they talk about the economy and stocks that are good to invest in at this time. And so I've been looking at just some of them. Holy cow, a bunch of them have just completely tanked. But I think, man, how much money there is to make or lose if you have millions of dollars at your disposal to invest
1: and that's that's going to be something that i have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of criminal prosecutions in the wake after this all passes in a year from now or whatever for people who i guarantee you that's going on right now but everyone's resources and attention is directed elsewhere but the fact that you the fact that you have publicly elected officials using inside information to benefit themselves i think that's just the first the first gunshot in the war that's going to be to follow for all these people who have, who have knowledge of how to benefit themselves same thing too with kind of the financial crisis as well you had people who were taking advantage so I don't know and that's the same thing too it feels like with the whole toilet paper and Purell hoarding that we're yeah. experiencing I just it's so weird to me I, I don't know I guess survival instincts kick in and you're just like F everyone else There's Um, a there's it's a very small
0: percentage. I see posts. I've seen a couple of posts on Instagram where some grocery stores have signs up. They say returns will not be accepted between from the time that this started until further noticed. That's such an asshole move. Can you imagine someone buying a shit ton of stuff and then be like, oh, I'm just going to return this. No, dumbass. Like you're the reason that elderly people can't get what they need. Normal folks just can't get what they're trying to get for for a month or two, not the next year and whatnot. But yeah, this will definitely be something that is remembered and talked about for years to come and i'm sitting here too thinking yep yeah, i'm definitely get. i definitely feel a sore throat coming on bro so i'll keep you, you, you updated you, you, you got you got the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> i hope not well, but yeah I mean, you work
1: you work you work in a super highly trafficked area as that's well, why and- I,
0: that's why when i told that's why when i decided not to go to work my last day was on was almost a week ago and i was like well the i think the incubation period is you know anywhere between 4 to 14 days i was like all right yep. well i'm feeling pretty good and then here i am day number 6 <laughs> yep i i feel I like think I feel... it might be coming on but i don't want to speculate let's just leave <laughs> it at that and uh, i will keep you informed no
1: i want i want to speculate i want i want to increase, increase your blood temperature and
0: <laughs> your blood, but you know what pressure. i did read though is that i read though that some countries are testing tens of thousands of people a day and i think the u.s is nowhere near that at all yeah not not in yet anyway yeah
1: yeah well and here's what i'm thinking too in college when and i don't remember if i mentioned this on our last recording i know i talked about it in the police to priest podcast a little bit but when i was in college i got the h1n1 swine flu
0: Oh, I think you
1: mentioned that. Right. And never before have I wanted to die so bad. (laughs) Truly, truly the most painful experience I have literally had. And I've been hit by a car. I've played college football. Never before have I experienced the agony. It really felt like I was either in purgatory or hell for a period of maybe five days where it just everything just felt like it wanted to explode and so when this started picking
0: up but did you were did you have any like did you have any medicine or were you able to go to like a student health center or you were just it was still like the were... early
1: stages of the outbreak so i was able to go to an urgent care they were able to give uh-huh. me some meds but it took about two days for them to actually start kicking in and that whole time i was just on the couch groaning in pain Gosh. just rocking back and forth and just dude, that's to how I—that's how—that's
0: how I felt when I've been extremely hungover in so much agony. Oh, like, this, I is, just start, this is this is so much worse. So I just start moving than- around. Ugh, I And I, I think know. to myself, "Oh my gosh, Victor, you're being such a fucking drama queen because I'm moving around in complete agony. Oh, oh, this sucks. Why is this happening to me? You, you, oh, you, got, you got the garbage really can next again. to you,
1: yeah,
0: and then to- finally, <clears> like, <throat> and then like finally." Five or six hours pass, and it and it subsides a little bit, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I just went through that." But yeah, and then it's like throwing up, but your body there's nothing left for your body to throw up, and so you're just like dry heaving. Dry heaving, and you can't yeah. you can't drink water because that'll activate your stomach to say "fuck you," and then you're gonna throw up the water, and you're just like hot, cold, hot, cold, sweating. just moving all over in bed in complete agony it sucks i know
1: the great thing though about a hangover though is that it goes away after i mean a day at the most i remember back it was i think it was freshman year of college or whatever ended up drinking like two cups of everclear Uh, (laughs) i was i was out of commission for two days it was the entire weekend I'm glad that I didn't die, but it was it was one of those things where it's like that except for seven days. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. the worst, and it was so so unique too. It sucks is like
0: you have such a huge headache you can't even go to bed, and then somehow totally, and then somehow miraculously you open your eyes and you're like, oh my goodness, I was asleep, and now my headache's gone. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it sucks. Dude. Yeah. This this too shall pass. Yeah, we'll see. But I put, <laughs> I closed the blinds because my my apartment is only super bright at certain times of the day. And I closed some of the blinds because it was already too bright for me. But yeah, we'll see. See what happens. And I and I'm just always thirsty. I'm drinking so much water, I'm just always thirsty. Dude, do you have the same? Do you have the same water bottle as I do? A red Nalgene, yeah. Oh, oh you got the black head. cap. The drink up. Drink oh, up. Yeah, no, no, oh, yeah, yeah, oh
1: yeah, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. It is the Look, Nalgene.
0: I got the drop on there. This says "Drink Up." Look at that. Oh, that's weird. I've never. I never realized. Did you just get that? Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I got this from the Lost and Found at my store. <laughs> That's where you got the coronavirus from. Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Because what I do, what I did with this was it it sat in Austin found for 30 days and then I took it and I cleaned it with soap and boil and uh, boiling water Mm. before I used it. That's hilarious. I had no idea (laughs) because I had one. I had a blue one and I lost it (laughs) when I was at the store.
1: Well, this was actually a gift from uh, Victor and Allie. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have um, any
0: stickers on yours, though. I don't either. Some people put stickers on theirs, huh? I don't know oh, about no, that. I don't care. I mean, it's
1: meant to drink water. Mm-hmm. I don't tend to de- decorate things that are meant to be appliances. That actually reminds me. I do have a fun story. Okay. This is uh, this is this is kind of a, a mini saga. You know that, and I think we talked about this before. We've got the. Insurance pyramid scheme yeah, company yeah, yeah. next door, and then we've got a hiring agency right yeah. next to us there. Yeah. So they're both. Oh, I don't I hesitate to say this, but I I'll, fuck uh, it. Just say uh, it, rel- relatively horrible people. Yeah. And so the they're headhunters. <sighs> they don't care what they just
0: numbers. They want they
1: yeah. The, it's all about the numbers yeah. and getting the money up the chain. And so well, first of all, with the income life thing. That I was hearing in the hallway, you had the 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 boss man, the guy who recruits everyone, talking with another high level person, saying that they weren't getting money from the next tier on the pyramid scheme because every single thing has basically shut down. People are not. Yeah, purchasing you had said. I think policies. you mentioned this.
0: You mentioned this last time that they they still want people to go out and talk to people and everything, regardless of the virus, and try and work. They, like, that's what they were bees. saying.
1: That's what the, yeah. That's what they were saying before. Oh, now it okay. changed to because we're not getting the money, we're just not going to pay the people who are, yeah. have already gotten the insurance. Yeah, and so there's that which was just frustrating. But then we have the fucking moron who runs that hiring agency next door, and I have like I've met some meatheads in my life. Uh-huh. Obviously, <laughs> played football at Drake University, so yeah. I I know what a meathead is. And I have never met a meathead so dumb and ignorant and uncaring about his environment as this person. So about four or five days ago, we start hearing, uh, well, first of all, I run across him in the hallway every once in a while. And we're friendly. I'm nice to him. If he Mm. listens to this, I apologize. Oh, my (laughs) God. So I mean, polite, whatever. And so it was. I think last week we were uh, in the bathroom at the same time, taking a piss, uh, washed our hands at the same time, and he's like, "Oh, hey!" Like he's a chatterbox, and so, "Oh, hey!" This stupid coronavirus. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, no, it really kind of sucks." Uh, have you guys been not having people come in? And he's like, "No, they don't come in anyway because they're lazy," and so <laughs> we leave. And so he's not taking it seriously at all, and then, we start hearing, uh, because in the kitchen area, you can kind of hear, you can definitely hear, the walls are super thin, what people are saying. Yeah. And we start hearing, (coughs) like, all day long. And it, (coughs) (coughs) just constantly. And then, yesterday, literally yesterday morning, before the lockdown was announced, he comes in to the office with a box of donuts, and God. says, "Hey, do you want a donut?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Well, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, yeah, stay out of this office. You want to just
0: want just lick your hand so, and shake like, my hand so, so while you're at it at the same
1: time? I like. Luckily, he didn't come more than six feet close, yeah. but. He had a box of uncovered donuts, no gloves, no nothing, and he's like, "You want you want some donuts?" And when I said no, he had this look on his face like he was wounded. He's like, "I'm, I'm so hurt that you denied my donuts." Yeah, he's like, and and so there was that look of like confusion and startled that I said, "No, thanks, I'm good," um, very polite, all that. He's like, oh yeah, oh, this this will cure the coronavirus. I was like, this will fucking give me the coronavirus. Yeah, right. And then so as he's walking, out, I was like, just make sure you cover those in some PRL. <laughs> and so, and uh, so, I, it's that sort of attitude. It's like, bro, he, clearly you. He's probably older than me. He looks older than me. Yeah. But for somebody to just be so cavalier about the whole yeah. situation. I... I having gone through the experience that I did, personally, I don't mm. want to go through that again, and so I'm taking all my precautions to avoid that, but then yeah. you have fucking douchebags like that who come Donut in with a box of donuts <laughs> wanting to, like, literally pick them up and hand them to you. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That was a moment where I was just like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Really. I have not... I, it's been a while since I've been flabbergasted by someone. That... Flabbergasted me. I was okay. just at a loss for words.
0: So. Yeah. you just yeah. <laughs> you're, It's like your brain cannot compute. You don't even know how to respond. To <laughs> it does not compute. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Because yeah, so. even, let's say, even if it was a box of donuts and even if it was covered up, right, and he, no one had opened it yet, you still don't know what the sanitary habits are of the individuals who are working at the donut place baking the donuts. You know what I'm saying? Why in- why I'm you sure face the risk. I'm sure, Why? like obviously, people wash their hands. They do what they can, but like you, you don't realize—listen—you don't realize how much you touch your face until you've been cutting a pepper. Mm. So what I'm getting is like even when people, even if people at their finest are being extremely sanitary, you have no idea at any point someone could rub their eye, touch something without thinking about it, and then that surface later. A donut is sitting on top of it, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be extremely yeah. conscious of what you are touching and what may be touched that is in your vicinity.
1: And to go around, kind of, yeah, incentivizing people to break yeah. those norms, right? Just, see, it seems wrong to
0: me. Uh, <laughs> like but, mor- morally and ethically. But to change gears a little bit, I've been yep. uh, yesterday. I got really excited because I've been writing a lot of stand-up material, and it's great because. I write something and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I find this little tiny space where I can where I can expand on something, but then all these ideas come and that little idea almost becomes a new little riff in and of itself. And so it's been really fun. And I'm sitting there typing away and I'm just laughing. And I, I was telling my friend the other day when she was texting me, I was yeah, I've been writing. And I sit there and I think to myself, Damn, Victor, you're so funny. You're so funny, Victor. Keep writing. Keep writing. <laughs> and so, oh, I've been bro. on this comedy kick. And so I try, like, I try to be productive. Read, yeah. practice the piano, write material. And so when I watch Netflix, I try not to get – I don't want to get sucked into something. I'll watch like a documentary or I'll, or I'll watch something that I can learn learn from. So I've been watching a couple stand-up specials. And oh my goodness, bro. Oh. You gotta check out Eliza Schlesinger. She is so damn funny, dude. You would think that is, you would love that. But I've been watching these, I've, I've been watching some of these specials, and it's interesting watching stand up comedy from a perspective of oh, I'm trying to do this, as opposed to, oh, I'm just going to watch it to be entertained. 30 to thirty minutes to an hour each day. I don't sit and watch hours and hours. But it's funny because I'm watching it and I get ideas like, oh, I really like what they do there, I really like what they do there, as far as the theatrics and putting on a performance, as opposed to you're just sitting there and you're watching it and they're funny and, and you don't think of the science behind it.
1: I definitely feel like I fall into that trap a little bit yeah just the circular for me it's more youtube because okay. right now my guilty pleasure is watching uh what is it hell's kitchen okay uh with with gordon ramsey and yeah. so they have all the, uh, the episodes he's great posted. he's i love him <laughs> just
0: well. most most entertaining
1: television why, uh, is it so, television why is
0: it so much fun to watch someone else just ridicule someone and make them feel like just absolutely nothing. (laughs) Why is it so entertaining?
1: Because it's those internal thoughts that we have about that person that are actually voiced uh, by somebody who's willing to say those words out loud. So there's a catharsis, I feel like. (laughs) Because we all know people who are those, those type of individuals. It doesn't really matter what season it is. There's always the characters where you're just like someone needs to tell them to shut the fuck up yeah and somebody does because in real life that's not how the world works luckily reality te- television and it's great that's too because he has,
0: he has an accent which makes it just all the more lovely to oh watch. yeah and he's done <laughs> i've seen i've seen clips i saw a clip on instagram where it it goes back and forth between him screaming it at, at people and just hurling insults, and then it's the same setting, but with children, and, oh, don't worry, you'll do better next time, you know, no, it's okay, you're trying, you're doing your best, and then it goes back to him just hurling insults at people, and just, like, making them feel like shit, and then going back to the children, like, oh, don't cry, it tastes lovely, you know, yeah, it was, oh, gosh, it was so entertaining to watch. Oh, it's beautiful, Yeah. yeah. He's,
1: he's, he's somebody, actually, who, just generally speaking, I appreciate his self-awareness of the mm-hmm. situation Sir because I've seen enough of like kitchen nightmares or whatever yeah. and he'll go in and I think this is something that I try to model myself too is it's all about situational so you're going in you're dealing with an asshole who just wants to argue and fight so you're going to show them that you are a better arguer and fighter yeah. because yeah. you're more successful you know more and all, and then you have the more vulnerable people who just get very easily hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you see that he doesn't yell as much as the, at them, and it it accommodates to the particular situation. Yeah. And I think that's why I find him so so interesting. But yeah, the ability, especially right now, too. I mean, <laughs> it's it's kind of cathartic to see uh, somebody who's able to just I express just the, I the love it in
0: any situation, whether it's reality tv or just real life i love when someone gets called out on their bullshit and they don't expect to be called out because that's their because by bullshitting people like that's their norm that's how they get what they want and when someone doesn't have it it's just so entertaining to watch
1: i can't remember did we talk about this last time uh jersey shore no we didn't no do you do you watch that show
0: absolutely not
1: have you ever watched that show
0: i watched it uh a little bit in college when it first came out
1: I feel like most people, uh, especially in our millennial age range, mm-hmm. all say the same thing. We watched it in college. It was one of those things that we... Yeah. I'm sure you were in the frat house while you were watching it, too, yeah. right?
0: It was... It was yeah. uh, I think it came out... Yeah, it was like junior or senior year. We would watch... It. I mean, we didn't watch it like every single week, you know? Like, I'd watch it sometimes. But, but it was
1: normally... Did you watch it by yourself or with others?
0: Uh, no, I'd watch it with other people. I would never watch That's, it by yeah. myself.
1: To see, and that's exactly the the same sort of thing <laughs> yeah. that I've heard over and over again. Like, so, oh, I I love watching Jersey Shirt. Sure. Do you watch it alone? No, I would never no, watch it alone. Watch it
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: have so, a life. I've got things to do. So you know some of the basic characters,
0: right? I just know like Jay Wow, like Ronnie, the situation, Mike the situation, Snooky, yeah, DJ Polly. D or what, whatever the fuck his name is, and uh, Snooky. So uh, recently, just saying they, those names, they, I'm just like, damn it, Victor, why, how, why do you remember this?
1: <laughs> I but, love that. That is amazing. That just shows how impactful it was on your your but, life as you yeah. were growing. Mm,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lord that over like you. The for a we like sit- the situation, like situation here. We have a we had a guy in my house that was just like them. Meathead, just like total, but go ahead. I'll expand. Yeah,
1: no, totally. Frat, frat houses tend to replicate some of the characters. Well, our frat house
0: show. was, our frat house was very interesting because it wasn't the stereotypical fraternity because our house in the early nineties had gotten kicked off of campus for hazing and it got rechartered as a dry house. And ever since then it had difficulty getting members because you weren't allowed to drink alcohol on the property. And so it was very interesting because when we joined, half of us would drink in the house behind closed doors, and the other half were like vehemently against drinking. So we didn't have your stereotypical douchebag that you would find in another house. There was one guy who was all about drinking, lifting, partying, but then he was also like a devout Christian. And he, and it was, he was just, it, he had a, was a very interesting personality. But yeah, we didn't have people in our house that were all Mike situation type people or people that you work next door to type guys.
1: Right. And and actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. That was kind of the exact situation that I was dealing with with mine, is that they had gotten uh, in trouble for hazing maybe three years earlier, two years earlier, mm-hmm. and so when I joined... They were a dry house, and they were under observation by the university as to whether or not to keep their charter. Mm-hmm. So no hazing, no hazing whatsoever. And as a result, the people who came in—two of my best friends, Victor and Brooks—were in that in that class and are definitely not your stereotypical frat guys. Right. And that that was kind of the the makeup of the entire house too. So, but but they did love Jersey Shore. They they all <laughs> they all loved watching that man. So so anyway. I don't know if you knew this. They rebooted Jersey Shore, and okay. now I think it's called like Jersey Shore Family Vacation or something. Okay, uh, is the new is the new thing? They're it's on the same thing, three. but
0: with their kids or something like that. I don't. I don't know. know.
1: Okay. I've never watched it. But they rebooted it. They're on. They were on season three about two years ago, and then Mike the Situation got arrested for tax evasion <laughs> and was sentenced. To, uh, it was like one and a half to two years in prison for dude, tax evasion.
0: people don't realize, dude, like the biggest gangster in the fucking country is the United States government. They will get their fucking money. You know what I'm saying? No one, no one is above. Will, yeah, if you if you fuck any, up, like anybody, get ready. <laughs> anybody who's into crime and collecting cash and if, if they can't get you on drug trafficking or murder, they will get you on fucking tax evasion. They are going to get evasion. every penny. They are owed.
1: So, anyway, they put the show on a hiatus for almost a year and a half, two years, okay. something like that, and they were in the middle of filming season three, I guess, when he got arrested and sent to prison, and so now he's out of prison, and that's part of the reason that they're restarting up the second half of episode, uh, season three, whatever. So he's out now, but then there's two other individuals getting married. Okay. Guess who is performing the marriage? for these two individuals
0: you or joe joe no joe was away
1: yes so now now
0: i kind of remember you talk talking to me a little bit about this last time because you had told me confidentiality
1: agreement kind of made it
0: difficult to talk about now the season
1: is out so it's fun to talk about
0: (laughs) several weeks ago someone from like mtv reached out to him yeah i remember you talking about this little wow i can't believe that happened
1: right yeah no that was that was a while ago and he had it, this this took place all back during last summer, I believe. Okay. So it was almost eight, eight months ago that they started the filming, but now uh, now the episodes are getting released. And it's so weird, because I actually don't tell Joe this. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's okay. cool. Uh, <laughs> but I haven't actually seen the full episodes yet. I've just seen the clips where he uh, yeah. makes an appearance but it's so weird on a reality television show for somebody you don't think that would happen especially something that's on a prime yeah i think i think they're on MTV right now to have somebody who literally went through the vetting process was selected and then comes off as a good charismatic individual and it's like whoa this is this is this is surreal yeah cuz yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that.
0: When you 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 said you have not watched the episode yet, right?
1: Uh, I think they're on episode three right now. Okay. that they posted. I want to um, watch that for clip. Current iteration. It's
0: strange because I listen to police po- police to priest, but I haven't. I've never met Joe or seen a picture of him. So I hear his voice, but I don't know what he you looks like. So if, you, yeah. you, you you met him? But when I was in New when York, you were,
1: yeah, well, uh, during pub one night, I wouldn't remember that. that I mean, you two, you, you no, two, no, I know you met you met a lot of people. That but, was way yeah, too he, long ago. He, he remembers you, so, okay. I mean, he's a gay man. He's a gay priest, so. And uh, I remember, of if course I, he's if gonna I remember, remember correctly,
0: both times that I saw you in New York and we went out and we had a, and we met people, I got extremely drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what episode was that that we talked about you I vomiting in the trash cans on the I, sidewalk of New York City? Yeah, I can't remember. going falling but onto
0: the subway trash that was the most, <laughs> ho- one of the most horrible days of my life being <laughs>
1: I loved it. I loved it. That, that was, that's a memory that's going to
0: live in my mind forever. Gosh. (laughs) Your your visits. I distinctly remember, I'll, I'll tell this one portion, but I distinctly remember waiting to cross the street and standing there and there was a trash can next to the stoplight and I throw up in the trash can and this woman is looking at me. Like, what the hell? And I I can't remember what my response was. I don't know if I responded or if I said something along the lines, oh, don't worry, I'm okay now. I, I can't remember what I said or if I said anything, but just the look on her face. It's uh-huh. just so just disgusted at what she saw. <laughs> uh,
1: no, the, the look was, I can clearly tell that you're not from New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, guarantee you that's what the look was
0: like. Fucking tourists. <laughs> yeah, uh was just uh that was not a Too good off, day. <laughs> that was not a good day at all.
1: So yeah, that's um that's kind of a, a, a ray of light, I think, in our in the ministry that I'm doing out east right now, because uh, obviously everything's in lockdown, there's not gonna be any mass and stuff. Yeah. So I've just been trying to uh and this actually <laughs> now that
0: Yeah, are you I just kidding coughed. me. I, you I'm, I'm looking, looking at your you the computer now. That was right very now.
1: appropriate. Yeah, no, I, I like the I like the elbow cough. That Dude. was good reaction
0: instinct. <laughs> we got to wrap this up because I think I might throw up in a little bit. Oh God! <laughs> okay, so you so you do have the coronavirus. I don't know. I think it's you this... do. Oh.
1: If you're if you're if you're feeling nauseous right now, that's. Uh,
0: Oh wow. Well, Victor. Yeah, I'm feeling thank nauseous. Thank you.
1: Thank you for like allowing us to have this opportunity. Uh, you'll you'll be you'll be better in like 5 days. You'll be good.
0: I'm in that phase where
1: I'm, I'm about to start just spitting. Oh god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh well then, yeah. Let's uh let's wrap this up and I guess if Victor's still alive in a week from now, we can probably figure out a second one. And assuming that I haven't caught it again too, because I think if I get another thing like H1N1, I'm just going to choose to just die. So we're wrapping. Hang on. Up. I gotta go okay. As Victor runs to the bathroom. Oh yeah, he's got coronavirus. <laughs> That's the price of working at a, uh, public location. Gonna come in contact with some horrible things. He'll be good, though. He's very physically fit and takes care of himself, drinks lots of water, right nutrition, no underlying medical conditions, so no one worry. We're, we're gonna be good. I'm just wondering how long it'll take for him. This little moment. Oh, I just feel so bad right now. Because <sighs> I know the feeling. We're just. <sighs> Alright,
0: we can keep going. I feel As, way better now.
1: <laughs> I've, I've literally just been giving commentary the entire time. <sighs> oh my in the gosh. Bathroom. I'm so sorry. I really, I, I, I do think that you probably have it.
0: Probably. Um, um, I, I on mean, a more positive right now, note, yeah. Yes, if you ever feel right, sick, let, when you're ever sick, when you're sick, like. If you eat an apple and you know you're going to throw up later, eat an apple. It makes throwing up so much more p- less excruciating. I'm yes. throwing up, and um, I'm like, that's... I'm throwing up, and I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember drinking apple cider. Si- oh, I ate an apple. That's why. Oh, that's man. the taste in my mouth. There is no taste of vomit, only apple.
1: And that's why, also too, and I will say this: when I am sick, like the whole drinking plenty of fluids, even if you're going to throw it up, so much better than dry heaving. Oh So much gosh. better than not having anything come out because then you're just like, blah, blah, blah. then it
0: becomes stomach then ashes, you just blah, then blah, you're blah, just blah, blah, throwing blah, blah, up, that, up that that yellow gak. You remember gak yep. as a kid? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh God! Oh my yeah. God! Gak! <laughs> oh, wow, you're bringing yeah. back some
1: memories right there. Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit! Wow. Uh, um, yeah, dude. I'm. I swear. Like, I'm starting to see more gray hairs on my head. Oh, really? I'm like, by the end, it's. I'm seeing a couple. I like the first couple ones. I get a few grays of long hair,
0: and I just pull them out. But the crazy thing yeah. is, is, like I've noticed. It's not like I'm always finding gray hairs, but I'll find a gray hair, and I pull it out, and then I found. I find a few more, and it's like, wait a minute, these are new gray hairs. Because these are really, they're really long. And I've noticed when I pull them out, it's strange because the gray for me, it starts at the end of the hair. Because I'll pull yes. it out and I see the hair, half of it is is gray, but then the other half is still my hair color. So the yeah. the half from the root down to halfway down the hair follicle is my hair color, and then halfway down to the end is gray, it's yeah, crazy. I've noticed
1: that too, just because, uh, I mean, my hair's shorter, but I can still see. Yeah. Like, yeah so I'm, I'm like, shit, I'm when I cut more.
0: my hair short, or my gray hair is going to be super noticeable.
1: <laughs> but you know what, though? Yes. Like, I don't yes care. Like,
0: I'm not freaking out about that. You know, like, I'm very comfortable with aging and being in, in our 30s, and I'll be pumped. I've said it before. I'll be excited once we hit 40. I'll be excited once we hit 50, once we hit 60, you know? Mm-hmm. People lament, like, oh my gosh, I'm turning 32 like, okay, bitch, but are you going to, like, lament I'm turning 32 or 33 or 34? Because someday you're going to be 42, 43, 44, and you're going to wish you are in your 30s. So, like, just enjoy what's happening, you know?
1: Bro, I know. Totally. And I think that's the the message, I think, that we hope to leave people with. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. We don't know what, what comes our way. And every day that we're here is a blessing. And, I mean, having these opportunities, even though... You know, you and I haven't had a chance to talk as much in the past couple of years. I mean, stuff like this. That's the thing that makes my day. That's the thing that makes my week. Is just a reaffirmation that we're taking advantage of, yeah. uh, of the time that we have. For
0: sure. For sure. Yeah, I just, so. I just, I just, every year, for every, regardless of, like, what's happening, of, like, shitty things that happen, like, I'm always like, okay, yes, this year I'm having more fun than I was last year you know the next you know what i'm saying like it just nice. builds yeah. on top of each other even though like there's some stuff that sucks and i think it's because too it's like you have you gain so much knowledge right and experience well and and the
1: main reason i brought that up is i'm i'm going to be totally gray by the time that uh, this whole fucking thing is over in 18 months from now so <laughs> yeah. but yeah yeah it's it, it, there is even in this time i think there's a beauty um, in life, and and hopefully, hopefully, this conversation gives something positive for people who are just looking for a little bit of R and R for sure. Uh, some bu- some bullshit. Yeah, that, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: That I've been sorely missing. So,
0: well, I guess that concludes things. Right, we're coming in at a, underneath an, an hour, almost right? An hour. now, See, almost now an hour, I'm pumped. Yeah. Now I feel great. But, uh, good, I know. Isn't, <laughs>
1: it, isn't it crazy that when after you throw up, like suddenly the the switch flips, and yeah. you're just like, I got it out. Like, yeah. you'll be good for you know I, however long, but you
0: feel great. Yeah, <laughs> this was this was awesome. Cool. Well, I guess that concludes things for uh, for this episode, and we will see you next week. Until next time. Peace.